Another episode of Titanic Minute, your daily podcast where we discuss the movie Titanic minute by minute. I'm your co-host Rob, and joined as always by my good friends Joe and Duff. Happy Boxing Day, everyone! Happy Boxing Day, indeed. Mm, and uh, shiver me timbers, because I'm sailing away. <laughs> uh, in this minute of min- we're talking about minute seventeen today. In this minute. Brock tells Rose about the heart of the ocean. And this minute starts with um, Gloria Stewart as old Rose saying, wasn't I a dish when she's looking at her photo? Uh, I have a fun little fact about this. In the original script, maybe Duff, you can confirm this. It was, wasn't I a hot little number? (laughs) And Gloria Stewart was like absolutely not that is disgusting i will not say that and then she tells the story in the commentary how you know james cameron was like what would you suggest and then she said that she said wasn't i a dish and she goes everyone clapped thought it was so good and then she told cameron that like well maybe i should get a writing credit and and he goes no (laughs) (laughs) oh i never thought i love that (laughs) Just him telling some 80-year-old woman, like, I don't think so, Gloria. Take it up with SAG. You know how much money that would cost him? <laughs> yeah. It's no. ridiculous. Yeah. He's like, no, you're change not one any... line. Mm-hmm. Not getting any points on the back end either. <laughs> uh, so this is a uh, – Joe, I know you love some of the uh, the conversations and phone calls and watching TV we've had so far. <laughs> it's exciting. Um, I'm sure this is probably one of your top minutes so far where they talk about insurance. Yeah, it's just the exposition is unnecessary. <laughs> like, you don't have to explain why a giant diamond is valuable to an audience. <laughs> like, but it's a we, giant diamond. We do get to see Bobby Buell just so happy. He is just elated that <laughs> that they finally have a lead on this thing. I love how he dresses like Steve Bannon. Like he has like 13 shirts on. <laughs> also, I think he's recording this conversation. I think he's got a little tape deck. Yeah, and then there's someone else uh, off screen um, facing Ro- uh, quote-unquote Rose and Brock <laughs> with a camera. So they're like filming this. Remember, he's like kind of shooting a documentary. That's true. Yeah. What if, think- was Errol- what if it was Errol Morris? <laughs> I think Bobby's a snitch. Well, Errol Stop Morris, snitching, Bobby. Ah, uh, uh, man, that would be Errol Morris should give her the Errol Morris treatment. It would just be like that tabloid movie. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, there we go. Um, Do you think uh, McNamara was able to wheeze a lot of a lot of it? But I don't know if this lady would be able to. <laughs> <laughs> Old E.B. White. E.B. White's got imagination. I now like to imagine. Based on what we've heard thus far, I, I want to imagine that Gloria Stewart was just like a Brando-esque toddler on the set and just totally <laughs> mucking everything up. Like those, all the animals and pets that her c- character brings on were actually just all the animals that the actress insisted on bringing onto the set. They're we like, should look to see if 
I, I wonder if all the animals from Charlotte's Web are represented either in photos, <laughs> statues, or live animals on there. <laughs> I, there. Let's look. I think the big one is we need to look for a spider and a pig, right? Yeah. Well, we know there are rats. There's Templeton. We, there's a dog. There's a. There's pictures of her on a horse. Yeah, I don't geese? remember the characters of Charlotte's Web very well. We'll have to, uh, Joe. Something else for your your chalkboard. All right. Yeah. Um, um. So, <clears throat> so the the big thing I think that happens here for uh, for us Rose Truthers out here, um, when he sort of when Brock is sort of questioning her, he talks. He asks who the claimant was, and he says that he tracked it down through insurance records, and it was an absolute secrecy of which i think there are insurance records for it so it couldn't have been that secret but i don't know how that works like can you really have insurance records and absolute secrecy um i don't know who cares i i would think i mean uh doesn't seem like brock is the smoothest most well-connected guy so if he can get his hands on this stuff i'm wondering how hard it is for others lewis is the one who did it as we know he's the big he's the big researcher yeah, well, if old Harry Knowles can get a hold of it on his 1996 uh, compact, then I don't think it's that hard. But uh, her- Harry Knowles slid into the DMs to try to get this information. Oh, oh too soon. So the uh, so her answer here is he's like, who do you think put that claim in? And she's like, oh, I imagine a gentleman named Hockley. Or, um, so that's sort of the moment where they're like, oh, yeah, she's legit. She had to know this, but on the other hand, like, every rich know? guy back then was named Hockley. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like he was a nobody. He was like a Pittsburgh steel tycoon, and he bought this the week before the Titanic sunk. So once again, if we know a lot, if we're if we're agreeing that this that this diamond is a big deal that people would know the story of, it feels like you would know. Hey, the a guy bought it right before he went on the titanic and then he hey. put a claim on it after the titanic sunk like you'd be like yeah that all that all checks out pretty well yeah and if anything hey. makes a giant treasure uh fade from memory it's like it being lost that doesn't the capture most, the popular imagination at on all. the most famous shipwreck of all time <laughs> yes um and so we you know i, I think we i think uh, we'll see how i feel about this as we move through but like just just remember Hockley bought this diamond a week before the Titanic sunk for his fiance. My point is, as we move through, Hockley might not be a good guy, but this trip was rough for him, for his love life. <laughs> um, well, no, but, I mean, he got an insurance payout. That's true. He got the claim. Would it be for the, R- the Rich the people never the- lose, Rob. That's true. Okay. Unless he lost the receipt. His claim papers, his policy oh. papers are on the boat too. Couldn't prove we'll it. Do, we'll have to watch for that because they do go back to that safe. So Hope, hopefully, there's sure an he... exciting deleted scene of the insurance claim. He might just have had phone, a... just a phone call of him trying to collect. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. There are. Uh, we have to figure out what we want to do about this, guys. But there are. I don't know if you've looked. There's like there are so many deleted scenes of this movie. Like I, we have to figure out if we discuss these or just ignore it since the movie's 195 minutes as it is. I, I think at some point we absolutely and ins- I'm going to insist we talk about the alternate ending. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But do we talk the about all the deleted of, scenes? Uh, you want to see? We get. <laughs> yeah, boy, that <laughs> yeah. ending. Yeah, I, 
I don't know about the rest of them. I, I mean, they don't really change anything. Yeah, the ship still goes down. <laughs> yes. It just means you fall asleep sooner during the movie if you throw them. Oh, whoa, yeah. whoa. Joe, it's if, boxing. If it's more day. modern day scenes. No, it's not. It's all it's all 1912 stuff. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they clearly didn't any cut anything from these scenes because, oh, no. Um, so, a couple things. Lewis is skeptical. He's our one ally in all of this, sadly. Um, we have strange bedfellows. Yeah. Well, the, en- the, enemy are, of my, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. <laughs> but at least, unlike Harry Knowles, we have consent to be of Lewis. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You beat me to the joke. <laughs> so I will say, as much as I enjoy Bill Paxton in this movie, this line, this that makes you my new best friend. Oh. That, that face he makes. I think we should keep track of the worst lines and at the end have some type of bracket or viewer vote on which is the worst. <laughs> he gets a lot of the bad ones. Yeah. I, 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 like We talked about this, I don't know, last week or the week before or something. Like He's supposed to be this bad boy, this ruthless pirate, mm-hmm. bounty hunter. You know, not bounty hunter. I'm not sorry. a bounty hunter. <laughs> he's, he, he's finally got his last target. E.B. E. White. And uh, <laughs> he's so much nicer and less predatory towards her than any of his employees. Yeah, like, he's he's actually seems genuinely like t- he seems to genuinely like her, not just because he's she's going to give him information and stuff. And it would have been so easy to make him bad, <laughs> like for yeah, these kinds of scenes. I just don't understand to- the writing. I think he's supposed to, in James Cameron's head, he was kind of like Belloc from uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like, just kind of like, you know, amoral, sleazy, but kind of suave treasure plunderer. And yeah, it's Bill Paxton is easily the nicest person to Rose out of this whole crew of experience. It might not be as much the writing, it might just be the way he he portrays the character it might it's be the acting. costume it's he the should be writing. more like in true lies mode if <laughs> for this kind of a character what I, if he played what if he played it as the drill sergeant from uh live die repeat or whichever title you want to oh yeah edge of tomorrow yeah edge of tomorrow yeah which is great I, by the way i i know i know that we said we weren't going to bring up the alternate ending but um duff you sort of brought it up the uh the alternate ending that hasn't actually made the cut, the Belloc-inspired one where at the end, um, Brock speaks in Hebrew and... <laughs> Everyone's face melts. <laughs> and yeah, tries to... He breaks the... Uh, he tries to break the uh, the heart of the ocean and Rose's head explodes. <laughs> <laughs> somehow, somehow more pleasant to look at. <laughs> And Lewis's uh, head melts. Lewis's face melts, <laughs> <laughs> and no one notices. His face cracks open, and just a bunch of Mountain Dew pours out. <laughs> <laughs> smells like gym socks all of a sudden. Uh, I had one follow-up. Don't item look on at it. The... <laughs> I had one follow-up on the that makes you my new best friend. Who was his old best friend? Was it Lewis or Bobby? Um, I oh man, that's a really good question. Because because Bobby gets him the money, but 
Lewis is kind of like, I mean, Lewis calls him boss. I think it's Bobby. Bob- I don't know. I'm not sure. Man, maybe there are. I'll tell you what. Maybe we have to see if there are some deleted scenes. So maybe uh, we can figure that out. <laughs> he probably filmed a scene where they all fill out their applications to go on this voyage. <laughs> <laughs> they had to do a physical. So. No uh, way, because how would Lewis get on? <laughs> Uh, do either of you have anything else? Oh, oh, well, hold on. There's one more thing in this minute. He, he, uh, Brock mentions, you know, here are some things that we recovered in your stateroom. First off, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Second off, I was thinking about this. We know Lewis is skeptical. They, they have, they have one real thing that I think that they could say, that, you know, she knew offhand about Hockley, right? So like, that's the one thing to think that she's telling the truth. But don't you think, and I, I feel like Lewis might have, would have been the one to think about this, but they should have put some stuff from her stateroom, but also stuff that wasn't in the stateroom that was like <laughs> totally different and see if she was going to reach for one of those. Now, now you're thinking like a detective, Rob. That's right. That's right. Figure out, you know, like there would just be like a, uh, you know, um, I don't know, there's the brush and the hair clip in the mirror. There could be a... Uh, a cassette tape or something. Cassette tape. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> From a band that's music came out afterwards, <laughs> after 1912. <laughs> I listened to the Birds album my whole way across. <laughs> Uh, do either of you have anything else for minute seventeen? Nope. Now let's let's leave some bullets in the chamber for uh, for a heart for of our the next ocean. heart of the ocean. Yeah, yeah. So we have the heart of the ocean. Uh, speaking of that, Duff, can you let people know where they can find out more on Titanic Minute? Yeah, just go to whatever internet machine you prefer. And what just happened, Rob? Are you okay? <laughs> he just passed out. <laughs> I get so bored during uh, this part. <laughs> I know. Uh, anyway, go to your internet machine, uh, Titanic Minute, one word, at Facebook or Twitter, uh, titanicminute.com, titanicminute at gmail.com, or you can sign up for the newsletter, Sinking That's Feeling, right. available Sinking through feeling. titanicminute.com. Yes, and just so people know, if you're tired of us, you don't hear from us on Sinking Feeling. That's someone else. That's our archiver, Caroline. So. Someone who I guarantee is extremely upset. Yeah, she's like four week weeks into so this project content. and just it's, like, oh. It's someone who is very tired of writing about Harry Knowles. And <laughs> Linking to like smoking gun articles of like court depositions from what I'm sure is a, a lawsuit coming his way. <laughs> Plus just us, you know. Yeah, we went. We went like we went into this like saying like we're going to be really positive about this movie, and just like and and have the, these really like t- tender confessions about how meaningful the movie was from our first guest, and then already episode seven, you know, sixteen, seventeen, we're full all in, all in on some nonsense conspiracy theory about a fictional character, <laughs> and, and Evie White, and also just a lot of jokes about. Uh, the elderly and how obese Lewis is. 
It's an you know. ageist conspiracy theory podcast. So essentially, we've we've sort of set it up. So, and I think we're smart this way. But one of two things will happen to us: either we will um, become elderly or really fat. One or the other. You can't really do both. Man, yeah. you put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we'll be back. Happy Boxing Day. <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow with uh, minute 18 and a new heart of the ocean with us oh god bless everybody <laughs>